Welcome back to The Story Goes. My name is Michael Mara, and I am here with uh, a member of uh, my community, someone that lives in my neighborhood and who I've known for a little bit. Uh, say hello, Old Dapo. Hey, everybody. Hey, that's Old Dapo. And uh, I wanted, before we get started with uh, today's episode, to thank everyone that listened to our first episode uh, with Robin. Uh, that was a great interview, and I'm really encouraged by the numbers I've seen. Um, so keep on listening and thank you for those who have subscribed. You can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud and uh, other places soon. So let's get back to our stories. So our podcast is about um, gratitude um, and we'd like to kind of tell true stories about either a person or a place or uh, an event or something that meant something to our interviewees and then we kind of go from there and kind of have discussions uh, about life and all that kind of good stuff so old Dapo, uh what have you come with today what do you want to start talking about today oh wow i would say anything okay yeah. well let's start a little bit with um give us a thumbnail sketch kind of background about who you are like what makes up Oladapo, like how old are you and like where did you grow up and what are the kinds of things that you like to do and stuff like that. So give us a little mm -hmm. bit of info. Okay. Well, uh, like Mike said, my name's uh, Oladapo Odusanya. Um, you have I, like 15 other names though, right? Yes. It's sometimes it drives me crazy, but your I, own name? I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. What's when, your What's your background? Uh, I'm African American, uh, Nigerian. But, but Nigerian, specific, yeah, specifically, yeah. yeah. And are you, uh, is your family like, did they come from Nigeria like a, just a couple generations ago or? Uh, well, my dad did like. Oh, really? And he moved here in, I think, 1990 or oh, so. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was pretty funny. Wow. Okay. 93 cool. child. Yeah. Nice. All right. So um, you grew up in Evanston, I'm assuming? No, no. No, you didn't. It okay. feels like I have. Okay. I've been here for like, I think. 15 16 years or so okay so where are you from originally chicago uh i want to say from like uptown the uptown area and okay. stuff if you know chicago i, well, I know chicago think. very well yeah and it's a kind of a dangerous neighborhood depending on like what time you go around there and stuff <laughs> but uh did you was, know, did you know that when you were a kid like were your parents like hey watch out yes oh really my really? mom was definitely she was oh worried about gosh. you? Yes. And give me a little bit um, about your kind of uh, immediate family. So do you have siblings? Uh, yes, I have three brothers. I don't know why I had to think about that. <laughs> You're getting old. You've forgotten. I know, man. It's... And uh, what are their ages relative to you? Uh, my youngest brother, he is 23. So uh, I want to say like, He'll be like the same age as me pretty soon. Mm -hmm. uh, around August, he'll be like 24, just like me. Mm -hmm. And then uh, there's a brother that's a year older than me. Mm -hmm. So 25. Mm -hmm. And then my oldest brother, he is, I think, 31. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you need their names? No, 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 no. That's okay. Oh. <laughs> I mean, unless you want it, unless it's uh, relative to whatever stories we uh, get into. But um, so were you close? You're pretty close in age. Were you close growing up? You and your brothers? Uh, I say yeah to yeah. two of them. The my little brother and then my the one that's a year older than me. Mm -hmm. 
and my oldest brother, me and him are okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we got uh, into an argument recently over some silly stuff, but you that's know. brothers, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. But overall, you got along. Yeah. Oh yeah. And when you were a kid, uh, what kinds of stuff were you up to? Like, what did you like? Oh man, I always loved going to the playground. Definitely. Okay. Like you were an outdoor kid. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, outdoors was a thing for me. I love playing tag. Okay. Uh, football, okay. basketball. All right. And this is a funny thing to me because uh, I always like played around, tried to play around with the monkey bars, uh-huh. even though I was horrible at like climbing them and everything. <laughs> All right. And oh, so what happened? Did you get a lot of falls then? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. After the probably say a hundredth fall, I like ended up breaking my right wrist. Oh and man. Stuff, so. But after that, I still actually played on it and stuff. <laughs> so you're persistent. We could say that you're persistent. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. And um, so it was kind of a dangerous neighborhood. So were you ever worried, like, being out at night? Uh, No, no. Uh, I know being my mom, she was uh, very protective of her sons and sure. stuff. And uh, she kept us inside most of the time. Oh, okay. But times we would go outside, we'd go, like, with at least one each other. So, sure, sure. So, Going sure. pairs and sure. so that's not bad. Sure. So um, before we get a little bit later in life and kind of talk about high school and afterwards, mm-hmm. um, is there anything significant that you think um, happened during that time period that you want to talk about, or is, is is most of the interesting stuff for you a little bit later? Um, I definitely gotta say the interesting stuff is probably like more later, like okay, probably during uh. My, like, high school years or middle school years. Okay, so let's talk about uh, middle school, high school. So you said you lived in Uptown Chicago. Yeah. And then when did you move uh, north? Because where we are currently, just for the listener, is in Evanston. We're uh, Mm -hmm. a little bit, we're like the first suburb north of Chicago proper. So for the the listeners (laughs) know. So when did you move up here? Uh, I want to say when I was about nine, nine years old. Mm -hmm. So uh, I don't know. I felt like it was a good move. But it also felt weird because, like, how so? Uh, leaving everyone behind mm-hmm. and was that tough? Yeah, yeah. And Chicago, like, it felt it wasn't like too bad, but I like how it was like more activeness, like more noise and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Versus like Evanston was like very quiet when I got here, <laughs> right? And everyone looked at me like I was crazy. Because you wanted, uh, you were used to the kind of chaos. You wanted noise all the time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then um, you get here, and then like everyone's like, "Oh, quiet hours after seven p.m." Uh, that's my <laughs> cat. Uh, if you heard that on the microphone, he is currently rubbing up against the microphone. We're gonna try to get him off the table here. Okay, there he goes. Um, right. Okay. So <laughs> back to business. Um, so. In did you find when you moved up here that to the suburbs that like the kids that you like the new kids that were from here do you think that they treated you strangely because you came from a different neighborhood or because you acted a different way did you notice that at first like mm-hmm. uh, I'll probably say when I first got here mm-hmm. like I wasn't sure who to really talk to so it took me probably like a few months to get used to everything. Mm-hmm. And how, like, I guess, like, how people actually talked and how they uh, 
hung out in groups and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Not saying that we didn't do that in Chicago, mm-hmm. but it was different. Usually, yeah. Usually you're just hanging with your family. And uh, when someone says hi to you, kind of like give them some weird like look like, oh, I don't know you and, and stuff like that. And in so, Chicago, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I was somewhat used to that, like and stuff like that. Is it kind um, of a distrustful thing? Like you came from a place where like you kind of kept to your own and you you don't want to like you don't want to mess with strangers because they could I don't know potentially mess with you or is it was that the kind of attitude do you think? Uh, I would say so. Yeah. Okay. In a way. Okay. And then in the other sense, I would say it was kind of like uh, Justin like seemed to know them. Maybe they could be rude or seem too nice. My mom always told me like, oh, don't uh, ever ask for too much and stuff like that. Hmm. Which is a a good thing, mm. and then she said, "If you ever need help, don't, just don't be afraid and stuff like that." Too. Hmm. Well, that seems almost like that that could be confusing, right? Yeah. If oh, you're yeah. like, if you're like, well, don't. On one hand, you're being told don't ask for help because then you're kind of beholden to someone, right? Like then you, it's kind of like you owe them, right? Yeah. But on the other <laughs> hand, if you're afraid. Or if you need something, don't be afraid to ask. Well, like, which one then? Yeah, I took it as kind of a uh, a pride thing, sort of. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, if, say, like, uh, if me and my friends from, like, Evanston went out for uh, lunch or dinner mm-hmm. and, say, I didn't come with any cash. Mm-hmm. And and they were like, oh, I'll, I'll pay for you and it's fine and stuff. And yeah. I'd be like, oh, no, because in my head I'm thinking, like, crap, what if I don't have the money and enough time to right. pay them back or right. what if they might get right. an attitude or be right. like, oh, well, you owe me this right, or right. that. And so it, I had to get, like, used to that and mm-hmm. stuff. And it didn't take too long, too. But, uh, yeah, I like being in that. So let's, let's, talk, um, let's talk a little bit about um, money mm-hmm. issues for a second because mm-hmm. um, you've just been mentioning it a little bit yeah. right now. Um, so I want to know, um, and if you're not comfortable talking about it, that's fine too, but do you, did you have like kind of money issues when you were growing up? Were you kind of used to that? Did your family have money issues? Was that a thing? Uh, yes. Okay. I definitely say yes. Okay. And, uh, it felt weird too. Cause like my dad's a cab driver. Okay. He's doing it now. And, uh, my mom, I wasn't exactly sure what she was doing doing at the moment but i thought she was like a housewife and stuff because well, that's I that's doing a lot of times yeah. yeah i mean especially oh, yeah. if you got what three boys four boys yeah four that's, boys. that's kind of a mess <laughs> a headache uh, every day <laughs> <laughs> um so how do you do you feel like when you moved especially when you moved up to evanston because again for the listeners who don't live around mm-hmm. here um evanston is a very it's it's a very diverse neighborhood and you can stop me if you think i'm if i'm off base here because i'm like the boring white guy so like i wouldn't notice you know (laughs) what i mean but from my perspective after living here for 11 years now um evanston is very diverse like it's one of the suburbs uh north of chicago where like you might think that like all the white people fled to and like no one else is here (laughs) but actually there's you find plenty of diversity right there's people of all races creeds and colors up here um and there's all econo- economic uh, mm. backgrounds up here too, right? So we have like kind of mansions over by the over by the beaches, right? Mm-hmm. They're like twenty million dollar homes, right? Oh but gosh. but we also have low rent and subsidized housing and subsidized apartments and things like that in the same neighborhood yeah. and real like less than half a mile away from other people, right? And that creates 
a large amount of segregation, mm-hmm. whether it be along just racial lines, which happens in Evanston a lot, um, but also just along kind of socioeconomic lines, right? Mm-hmm. So like kind of like the, the traditional would be like the haves and the have-nots, right? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of obvious okay. where that happens, right? Like you kind of cross over one of our main streets and it's like, oh, the rest of us are poor, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I want to <laughs> know from your perspective, um, did you feel any of that when you moved up to Evanston. So like you grew up in Chicago and you said it was kind of a rough neighborhood. Now I don't want to make a, any assumptions, but I'm going to just ask, was it kind of like a, a lower economic bracket where you were first born and where you were young? Like it was, it was everyone kind of like blue collar, really trying hard to make it and all that kind of stuff where you were, where you grew up. Um, in Chicago yeah. and stuff. Uh, I'll say in Chicago, it was the area I lived in. Uh, I believe it was uh, Buena Avenue or so. Uh-huh. Went to Brenneman School, mm-hmm. elementary school and stuff. I'm not sure if it changed at this moment and everything, but uh, like, what were the families around your family? Like, what was it all like? Working class people? Was it all like cab drivers and plumbers and stuff like that? And yeah, it was yeah. like mixed and everything. Yeah. Uh, so definitely diverse. Yeah. Um, I gotta say. It was, I want to say over there, it was like easier to probably like joke around with someone and mm. everyone would seem to like stick up for you and stuff. Mm-hmm. If anything mm-hmm. that happened. And so mm-hmm. uh, kids played with each other pretty well. Mm-hmm. And of course, there'd be moments where you argued and stuff like that sure. or, and and everything. Um, and was it different when you moved up here? Did you notice that like people kind of like kind of staked their claims and kept their place and like things were a little bit more segregated in terms of like the groups of people that hung out together, the things that people did. Did you notice that at all? I'm just curious. Yeah. Uh, honestly. Yeah. 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 At first, uh, it just seemed like, I guess, uh, how, how should I put this things that people had in common, make them really stick together. Mm -hmm. But then again, during, I'll say lunch times, Mm -hmm. I noticed how like certain people would hang out with each other. Like, uh, they're not every Caucasian person would hang out with each other or not every, uh, uh, black person would hang out with each other. Mm -hmm. It'd be somewhat separated. Like Mm -hmm. if they maybe grew up in the same, uh, um, sure. If they're like on the same block or like whatever. Yeah. 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 Same block kindergarten and everything. Sure. And, then everyone they talk to each other but if you were new they would sort of they wouldn't welcome you ah, welcome you in right away mm-hmm. like because they try to figure who you are and mm-hmm. stuff like that mm-hmm. which is like understandable but then i'd realize there's like somewhat clicks and stuff like that mm-hmm. like uh you might notice like the mean girls or uh <laughs> the jocks and stuff sure. like that sure and being in Chicago, I never seen that stuff, so it, I thought it was kind of cool but weird. Mm-hmm. Um, later on, I somewhat like started to uh, probably say, well, not later on, but uh, yeah, somewhat midway in high school, I started to learn more about like uh, racism, bullying, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Did you and, experience it? I would say yes. Uh, when I was like little, definitely. When you were little, yeah. Uh, okay, tell me about them. Going back to where I used to live, uptown. There's this one time where, 
for some reason, my silly self <laughs> decided to go to the park at night. Sure. And which doesn't seem like a very silly thing for a yeah, little kid to do. It okay. wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. And right. nobody was outside. So I figured, eh, why not? Yeah. Um, I was there. And then my, what I forgot was my brother told me to wait up for him mm-hmm. instead of waiting. I was kind of like anxious to get outside cause I was stuck inside sure. all day. Sure. Um, so fast forward a little bit at the playground, I was just there like playing in the sand. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why, but then like out of nowhere, these two tall guys, they, they look like they're probably like teenagers or so. Mm-hmm. And I was like a little kid, like mm-hmm. probably, uh, round seven, eight, mm-hmm. seven or eight or so. And they just started to like, Push me around a little bit. Oh my god! And yeah, it was it was kind of like frightening because yeah. one of them like jumped on my back, and I was like, "Oh no, this is not good." No, that's usually not yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, it's it was horrible. And uh, did they give you any reason? No, they just started no, they beating just, you up. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What the heck is this?" So some jerk ass teenagers yeah. just jumped you for no reason. Yeah, when you were a little yeah. kid. Yeah, and um, were they white? They were black. They were black. oh, they were black. Okay. So, it was, I don't know if I should say if I was surprised or not, but uh, at that moment, I was like, oh, damn, these, sorry, excuse my language, I don't know if we could uh You could say anything. whatever you need. I was like, oh, these these motherfuckers just <laughs> going to hit me like this and just Wait, you said that when back. you were like seven years old? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't have like a good mouth when I was a little kid. <laughs> I was quite the cursor and stuff. Uh, that's hilarious i mean not that not that you were jump but the fact that you would say that when you're seven um oh my god i'm so did they did they take anything from you like did you have anything you were just a little kid uh no i didn't have anything so luckily. it's like they just and, wanted to pick on someone yeah i guess maybe they had a bad day and if i probably were to recognize their face now i'll say hey i remember you guys you know i want to just say I didn't like what you did, but at least thank you for not like doing anything. Oh, worse. I mean, yeah, yeah. But jeez, was that the only time? Yes. Yeah, and that stuck with you though. It definitely did. It, it made me want to like at least protect people that get bullied. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I never told anyone. I was an actual bully too. Um, when you were little, or. Yeah, when I was little and somewhat in, like, middle school and high school. But it wasn't to the point where it got, like, serious. Just like... Uh, so let's let's talk about that for a little bit. Like, um, And I appreciate you bringing that up because I think a lot of people are... Um, they're stopped by shame, you know, mm-hmm. to talk about things that maybe they did, even if they were little kids, you know, that they're kind of embarrassed about, that they're not like right now. And I know you well enough now as an adult to know that you're an... A, super nice guy and you'd never do that to anyone and you make that obvious by your actions so um but i do want to talk about this though because it's 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 interesting to understand the mindset of someone even as a kid like what's going through their head Mm -hmm. or what's going on at home or what's going on with their other friends or whatever that would lead them to think like oh this is how i need to be um and i don't want to put words in your mouth so i'm going to let you speak on it for a little bit but um, what kinds of things do you think you did kind of like as a bully when you were a little kid? 
Uh, I'll definitely say number one thing is probably like name calling. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't to a point where I hurt the other person's feelings mm. or anything, but I just meant it as a joke. Mm-hmm. And I'd obviously tell them sorry too. Mm-hmm. But uh, but that was like your first response. Like you saw someone different or whatever, and you'd point out whatever was different. Yeah, like it's it'd be like oh, uh, compare them to like an animal, which is silly. <laughs> I mean, you were a little kid. Yeah, yeah, and right. I don't know. I, I think about it now. I'm like, wow, why did I do that? And so what? So let's talk about that. So why do you think that you did that? Um, I think part of me was trying to like when I was transitioning over here. Mm-hmm. I think I was trying to see how to fit in Mm -hmm. and also like test what can make me look dominant or so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I see that. Um, And I don't think that was like a good thing. Then a way it did like make some people scared of me, Mm -hmm. but then other people thought like, Oh, he's quiet. But then I was kind of like a little bulky too. And, (laughs) and had like a, uh, a walk of weird, uh, what a stumble walk or something? Okay, like a limper. Yeah, okay. yeah. I and I love to um imitate characters' walks too. Like um I don't know if you like uh seen any wrestling shows sure. or uh or any video games. Sure. Let me give you one example. Um this guy Method Man from this video game, um uh, Def, Def Jam, Jam Vendetta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I used to imitate his walk and everything, and I thought it was cool. And it, so, what grade oh is that gosh. about? That was fourth grade. It was like fourth grade. Fourth you're grade. like walking around like your method man. Yeah. Um, oh. So, so you said that you wanted to uh, fit in. Yeah. And part of that was like, oh, I'm gonna act tough. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's probably a very common thing especially for boys right like we're kind of like taught like you got to be whatever you got to be tough to be respected or fit in like stand out whatever um uh, but you're obviously not like that now no no so i want you to kind of take me through the process of like is there something that happened between you and you when you were a little kid and now because Honestly, if I didn't know that story, I would never, I would never think that even, I, I would think honestly that you were the kid that got bullied mm-hmm. because you're a quiet kind of like sweet guy now. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to know if there's um, something particular connected to the change between then and now mm-hmm. in your personality, or do you think it's a combination of things or, or what? So, so what happened? Yeah. Uh, How was high school? High school. I want to say. It was it was good actually. You it like was pretty school? good. Yeah. Wow, you're like the yeah. one person out of <laughs> five billion that oh liked high school. Yeah, I always try to like go back when I can. Uh, mm-hmm. If I know I'm completely available for a day, and I try to hit up uh, like one of my former teachers, like sure. Miss Reed, sure, or uh, Mister Carney, mm-hmm. and so you liked your teachers. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, there's always that one. Sure. And uh, <laughs> one or ten. And she was an English teacher. Uh oh. English teacher. Uh oh, you probably don't want to say her name. But... No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um uh, but yeah, overall you was... liked high school. So so give me so so give me a thumbnail, like why did you like what why did you like high school or what did you like about it or what did it do for you? Um 
I'll say I liked it because in my head, it opened up the door of like opportunities, mm-hmm. like so many things you could do at the school, mm-hmm. but you had to make sure that uh, you got the work done before sure. you had fun and sure. stuff. And that structure was good for you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and uh, I definitely want to say that I wanted to work, too, while mm-hmm. I was in high school. So I wanted, like, too much. And I thought my brain was like, oh, I could do this, this, this. And but uh, before I actually, like, followed upon, followed upon my actions, I always get, like, some of my best friends advice about a certain situation. Mm. And. And uh, some people be like, oh, you should do this. And, oh, you should do this. And, uh, yeah, I'll say I had really good role models that good. made me want to lead in the right steps and mm-hmm. at least help other people mm-hmm. or make them smile. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely say I'm the person uh, at this moment that tries to be like a class clown or something. Okay. Or, or a yeah. silly guy. Yeah and goofy in a way uh and that was do you think that the change from like kind of middle school like oh, i need to be tough or i need to be a bully to be respected or whatever to this kind of like oh i can i can make people smile in a different way and not be mean do you think that that came about because of those role models oh yeah oh yeah like did uh, someone ever call you on your on your bullying bullshit like this would, would the teacher or someone ever be like hey you can't do that or whatever yeah yeah um I know it was in high school, mm-hmm. even though it wasn't like serious on my part. Yeah. I I didn't think about how other people saw it. Sure. There's one time I was uh making jokes about one person yeah. and I guess uh the other my friend got offended. Yeah. And I didn't take to <laughs> how how they would really feel, but in high school I was still I was kind of a person that liked to try to uh test boundaries to see how far I could go sure. before I know exactly how me and that person's relationship would be mm-hmm. like uh like like say if if we could be the type of people that could say at least anything to each other uh and understand like what we mean or like if it's like something where it could be like maybe strictly business or so or we're just like classmates and stuff like that. Do you prefer those kind of relationships where you can kind of like just goof around with anyone saying anything and it's not going to offend them? I would say yes. Yeah. But uh, to a certain point, like if there's something super serious, I would like it if that person can like somewhat be joking too in case I might need to like relax a bit. Mm-hmm. But then for them also to like transition over at, at moments, you know, it, like it all depends on the situation. So you like flexibility in people. Yeah. 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 And and it seems like you use um humor a lot. Yeah. To kind of get through tough situations. Yeah. Would you say that that's true? Yes. Okay. Yes. And um do you have any specific kind of role models in that area? Like are there specific comedians or like what do you do to like to like calm down or to unwind or things like that? Like what do you what do you like to do like in your free time? Oh, uh, my free time, I'll probably say like listen to mu yeah to music to music yeah okay. wow I don't know what I was gonna say there yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh listen to music uh-huh. uh I definitely say one of my role models is 
the Temptations. Okay. Even though they're kind of like an R&B romantic kind of a style of music, yeah. I like that because it, it seems to like calm me down and mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, Smooth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love their stuff. And um, mm-hmm. some of their singers, I could like somewhat imitate their, mm-hmm. their voice a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I would say always think about like stuff uh kevin hart mm-hmm. like his jokes are hilarious mm-hmm. and everything um him martin luther king mm-hmm. is a good example for me and everything um i also just like to sometimes just lay in my room and just get make sure i'm like charging my phone and possibly i say look up to the ceiling or uh-huh. so. Yeah. And do you think that, you're a daydreamer? Yes. Yeah. I say so. Okay. Um yeah, I don't know. I can't I wouldn't say like I like actually zoned out, but mm-hmm. I definitely like thought about things more and it mm-hmm. made me think about like, oh, what if this happened in mm-hmm. a different way and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So let's uh so let's daydream a little bit right now. Um, so you, so we know about you that you, you like to use humor. Mm -hmm. You like to make people smile. You said you want to help people. Mm -hmm. So how, um, are, have you been doing that in kind of like your adult life? Cause you're a couple years past high school now. Um, and, or, or another way of putting it is how would you, um, like to do that in the future or what are what are some of your dreams and then after that i want to talk i want to go back to using humor one more time because i know that very recently you've kind of had um some struggles with health and other things so Mm -hmm. i want to talk a little bit about how humor might help get you through that too but first questions first so let's talk about let's talk about dreams and uh so like what in a in a dream world in a perfect world what are you doing? Like, what's what's your job? What's your what's your life? What do you, what would you kind of aspire to? Ooh, uh, I definitely say I know that. Uh, in a dream world, I say I'm definitely like a chef, mm-hmm. and actually private chef, personal chef at times. But I also have like a, a food truck mm-hmm. that actually allows me to like sing whenever I get a chance and then uh on the side I have like a massage thing going on (laughs) what for you or you massage other people (laughs) no I massage other people (laughs) that would be pretty funny I thought you meant like one of those chairs where like just on the side of your truck so like whenever you get tired you know that would be nice. I'm t- actually, I, I, hey, oh, this man. is Dream World, so we can we can make it up as we go. Um, okay, so you've given you've given me a lot here. So let's talk about let's talk about cooking for you. Like, what does cooking do for you? What does uh, cooking mean to you? Cooking, yeah, I'll definitely say it's one of the things that means the world. I know to me at least is one of the things I enjoy because like just seeing people smile mm-hmm. or giving me feedback on how I could like. Mm-hmm. Uh, adjust something or tweak something and mm-hmm. uh what i've made and what i've seen mm-hmm. and people that are chefs some of them might be able to make a dish like um which i think is called plating or some mm-hmm. uh, plate design mm-hmm. 
they're actually able to make the plant plate look eatable but the thing is they'll probably lack in uh the actual taste or uh, mm-hmm. yeah. how much is on there right so and like gourmet food where it's like this tiny like you get like one little half a shrimp and yeah. then like a whole bunch of like a uh, sauce yeah and that, i'm like what that's not gonna like what the hell is that fill them up. <laughs> like that's it's like a thousand bucks and you like give them one shrimp you know right. they want more than that like right. come on like give so, them a break so what so what's your favorite type of food oh okay this word i say kind of funny but uh i love barbecue ribs wait why is that funny that's deadly serious i know <laughs> it's it's weird how i say like uh bob barbecue barbecue oh wait barbecue i think yeah it, well i would say barbecue but i think it's whatever it is yeah, whatever who cares why. i know what you're talking about uh i love me some ribs okay so like are you talking pork or beef oh beef but i wouldn't mind you, pork. <laughs> you yeah. oh my god and are you talking like uh what kind of sauce are we talking here are we talking like a texas like a rub with a with a kind of like a um like a mild sauce are we talking like a mole tex-mex kind of that kind of sauce are we talking like st louis are we talking like what are we talking buffalo i would say i i definitely like it sweet when it comes to okay so sweet barbecue sauce yes all right like lots of maple syrup honey sweet yeah 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 Yeah, like brown sugar yeah i wouldn't mind if it's smoky either like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh so when did you get into um, I can definitely understand getting into eating yeah. barbecue because <laughs> I've been through that my whole life. But like, but when did you get into actually the idea of like making it for other people? Like, were you like a big kid chef? Like, did you like to make things for other people when you were little, or did that start later? Uh, it started later, but it's like it's a yes and no question for me and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say. I started cooking like my freshman year in high school. Was it like a spontaneous thing? Like one day you're just like, heck, I want to cook or like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say my mom expi- inspired me to okay. do that actually. Cause every day when I come home after uh, doing homework and stuff and mostly at, a little afterwards, I did stage crew and uh, mm-hmm. choir and mm-hmm. stuff. So you were busy. Yeah. Which meant as soon as I got home, me and my brothers got home, we were starving. So she she would fry up some like fried chicken oh, man. or some pork chops. Oh man. Make rice, uh, red stew and I could go like on and on and stuff and uh And so that kinda of was like you were like, I wanna get into that. I wanna be able to do that for myself. Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. And now, now your dad. Sorry to interrupt no, you, but no, your sorry. your dad is from Nigeria originally. Is your mom okay. from America originally, or was? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, she's from here. Okay. I know, like specifically, probably like the west side of Chicago. Okay. So she was from here her whole life. Yeah. So yeah. she was making. So she makes American. Food. Yes. Okay. But she loves. She loves her some African food. Okay. And so tell me a little bit, like, what is a typical Nigerian dish? Because I don't know. Ooh. I would say it'd either be uh, rice with a uh, uh, red soup, red stew, which is What's like. What's that? So it's pretty much kind of like mainly spicy. Okay. Or you can make it like mild and stuff, but it's like. A, is, is the, like, the beans and the spice what makes it red? Uh, no, no. Um. Uh, 
peppers, okay, and peppers. then mainly the tomatoes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's it's almost like a chili. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's over rice. Oh yeah. Oh, I eat that. So good. I eat that. So I gotta get you some. Mike. <laughs> I gotta get you some. I will eat it. Um. Okay. Cool. So um. So your mom made all this food, and you decided you were gonna start making all this food. And and mm-hmm. like, did you? Did it start out just for you, or from the beginning were you like, oh, I gotta like make this for all my friends and stuff like that? Uh, it started out for me in the beginning. Yeah. And then uh, I actually thought like, wow, this could be like one of the many ways I could get to a girl's heart. Yeah. You know? Okay. The talk, <laughs> let's talk about that. So did you have a specific, was there a specific girl in mind? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. Okay, I want to talk a little oh, bit about man. that. You don't have to give her name or anything like that, but I just want to know, like, uh, were you were you like in class one day and she's like, "I like food." Like, what was what was what happened? Okay, so I'll, I'll go back a little bit. Uh, Please, I met her in middle school. Okay, and she and this was over at like Haven Middle School. Uh, okay. She was like the first one that walked up to me, and <laughs> it was, I was love like, at first sight. It was. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> who's that girl?" I was like, "Oh man, That's I wonder awesome. what she's gonna say." I was just like <laughs> looking at her hair flowing and everything. Yeah, and yeah. She she was really cool girl and stuff, uh-huh. and um, I was surprised because she seemed like uh, a popular girl and everything. Yeah, and. She, you were surprised she was talking to you. You mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and like pretty much everyone kind of like knew each other because they went to like the same middle school, mm-hmm. and I sort of had like a few friends and people that did know me, and at that time I I was I was still like shy mm-hmm. but nice, sure, and maybe she likes shy nice guys. I I hope so at the time. Ah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So this is like what, like sixth grade or something like that? Yes. Okay. Sixth grade. So and 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 this is like and and did you ever talk to her then about like, hey, can we like fake date like middle school date or? Yes. Did you? Yes. Did it work out or what happened? I tried my best, like <laughs> from like middle school to to uh, like high school and everything. Yeah. But like, I think senior year, I at least got to dance with her. So I was oh. no. Yeah, senior year, yes. Senior so, year, I got to dance. So did you say so you never, like, did you ever actually, like, tell her? Or? Yeah. You told I her did. you liked her? I did. When was that? That was, I want to say, my junior year. Oh, yeah, my so God, man. You waited that long? I know. I was. I dropped the cards. <laughs> I dropped the cards. And people were telling me, man, you got to get her this. No, you got to <laughs> do this. I was like, crap, man, which one is it? Like, I don't know. I don't know. And they made me nervous, so yeah, it, it was like the first time I tried to tell. I was like, yeah. I, I like stutter. I was like, I, hey, <laughs> hey, do you want to? Uh, I gotta go. And I was like, oh. oh no. And from that day, like that, that afterwards, when I said that little uh, miss, I was like, you know what? You gotta be brave, Wally. Come on, sure. You can't, you can't mess up like that. Yeah. You know what? Next time, you're gonna, you're gonna sing to her. You're gonna write her a poem <laughs> right. and stuff. Right. And so you basically became some weird like courtly knight 
Yeah. You're like, I'm going to cook for her and I'm going to like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you like became a music video or something. Yeah. Where it's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> you're going to have all the all the guns blazing so that there's no way that she could possibly think anything other than like, I got to go out with this guy. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's how the cooking got into it. You were like, okay, maybe if I become like the best chef ever. <laughs> Yeah. She will uh, marry me for my chicken. It's like, I was just thinking like, all right, she's <laughs> going to take me in. This is definitely going to lead to a good chance. <laughs> okay. And I don't know. She wasn't the reason that it all sure. mainly happened. But sure. I thought about her and then and I was like, crap. Okay. So I need to hear the end of this then. So you tell her in junior year and what happens? She's like, <laughs> I don't know. You're so old. I'm like. You're so old. Yeah, I'm like, what? I'm just like a year older than you. <laughs> but like, so she was, so she's a sophomore and you're a junior. Yeah, I and was then like, she's like, you're the? you're like an old man. Yeah, I I was just so confused and like, I guess like I was zoned out the whole day because I was just going around and I guess I said it to myself a few times like, and people told me too, like, man, are you okay? And they had to ask me like two times, three times. I'm like, yeah, I mean, what? Why do you say that? It's like, dude, because you're going around kind of talking to yourself. I'm like, oh, sorry. It's a long story. Oh, man. Okay. So, so your heart's broken. Yes. Uh, Yeah. But you still (laughs) carried the torch and then you ended up dancing with her at senior year. Yes. What would tell me about that experience? Like, tell me about that moment. Was that like, the most bittersweet thing in your whole life because you like because you weren't with her or whatever or was it like a i could finally let this go or was it like what was that like i'll say it was bittersweet yeah but like i don't know when i um i actually asked her to this thing called uh ebony ball Uh and at first she's like oh no so it took me like three or four times and i was like Oh come on, please! I'll get a limo and everything. <laughs> oh, I'll do no. this. I'll Poor do that. It's like crap. Did I really send that in a message? Yeah. And after a while, she said yes, and I was, and I was so happy. Like the whole house knew. Oh. So like, <laughs> is it like third times the charm, or was that like fifty ninth times the charm? Pretty much fifty ninth yeah. time. <laughs> like oh. So you resorted to the whole like please yeah I'll get a limo. Um. Did you promise her fried chicken? No. Okay. Well, that no. you should have done that from the start, and oh. that would have won. See, here's a weird thing. She's a vegetarian. Oh, see, you could so never work like, anyway. You could have oh. never worked anyway. And another funny thing, I know it. I was just like, <laughs> what? What <laughs> am I supposed to cook her? Like, do I just give her corn or something, or just like, <laughs> I don't know what they eat. Like, it, no, I, you're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> but like. Uh, it would have been a, a a lifetime of just corn for yeah. dinner. That would have been your like marital bliss. Would have been you and this girl. <laughs> it would have been super healthy, but sure, you would both be like skinny and beautiful and very sad. <laughs> true, very true. <laughs> so okay, so so you're dancing with her. Did she lean over and be like, <laughs> "You're still old"? <laughs> Actually. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, I, for a second, like, I thought I was exaggerating, but, it, like, the music was loud. and Yeah, yeah. And I was She's just like, like, you're mm-hmm. old. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, my God. Did she just, she just called me old. Like, I was like. It seems I'll, like she's got, like, a, she's got some kind of thing. She's got something. 
Yeah, people said she was weird, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like they said, she could be a little uh, bitchy and stuff, oh, and no. then have like random moments. But I just like saw over that like golden background and stuff, and yeah, the one she that was got nice away. To me, at least the one that got away. I know, man. So, <laughs> so your love of uh, cooking, mm-hmm. thankfully survived your failed romance yes. in high school. Yes. And then let's talk about past then and let's talk about um uh what's been going on since mm-hmm. then. So tell me post high school what happened? Uh post Where'd high life school. take you post high school? Post high school, I want to say it actually took me into doing two things. Okay. That that I'm kind of doing now. Okay. Um oh, sorry. Um trying to think Oh, oh, sorry. It took me uh, right into culinary, but I actually thought about doing uh, getting a like certificate in music and mm-hmm. uh, massage therapy okay. again, and then also like business. Okay. Because someone always told me like, oh, why not just have like one thing you do to have multiple things and you always got to have something else to fall back on in case... Sure. And I figured, eh, why not? Then I was like, eh, I don't know. What if this might be slower? Eh, what about this and that? I could already, like, sing, sort of. Mm-hmm. And I sort of know how to, like, work my fingers. So I figured I'd stick with cooking because that, that was something more for me to learn. Like, uh, I wanted to learn, like, international dishes. Mm-hmm. And just eventually, like, own my own business and probably, like, when I'm either 30 or something like that, you know? Um, yeah. So, so you went to culinary school? Yes. Yes. And there it, it was really fun. Mm -hmm. But at that moment I had like a big, huge regret because, uh, I knew I wasn't sure what type of culinary school Mm -hmm. I was thinking like, to go to one that specifically taught you just about like the food and learning the styles and breaking it down. Mm-hmm. But I went to one that was pretty much like you're on computers typing papers and then you'll still be like learning about food and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then you'll be learning like other things like uh, taking your gen eds. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but to me it was just like, oh, this is bullshit, you know? <laughs> like I don't want to learn about like math or like science right you're there for one thing you wanted to go to a trade school or whatever yeah Yeah. i had to take a communications class i'm like what is there to do with this like i already know how to talk to people and stuff (laughs) and so it frustrated me a little bit and uh i still liked it and everything but i want to say i wish i would have had like more time to study up about like schools and colleges and everything Mm -hmm. um so I, that so that didn't last then you did you you didn't get all the way through that no 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 uh i think i only went to robert morris for like three quarters so okay from uh september till april i believe okay so yeah about three and what'd you do after that uh after that i kind of like still was in the cooking but then i also decided to to 
actually that's when I got my first two jobs. Okay. That freshman year, which is a, pri- a surprise because usually you wouldn't get a job until, or college students don't get their like a job until like uh probably say their sophomore or junior year. Sure, when they're getting ready to yeah. get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what were you working as? Um, I was a bus stop boy, like a busser, like, um, collect dishes. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So always make a joke like, oh, I'm a busser and stuff. And, uh, over here busting dishes and everything. Right. And I did that with one of my best friends over at the Hallmark in Chicago. And it's just like a, I think senior living home. Okay. Yeah. So it was nice. Uh. Most of the customers were nice, of course, but yeah. old people. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. They could be nice. Oh yeah, they were very nice, and yeah. I, I liked it. Yeah. Um, I think the thing that I was that drove me away from there was really uh one of the managers, mm. uh Hispanic guy, short. He was funny too, mm-hmm. but kind of like me, but he took things way more serious, like. If he sees you talking to a customer, he'll get a little angry and then pull you to the side to interrupt like mm-hmm. you're how you work mm-hmm. and be like, man, you shouldn't be talking to him. Just get the food and go get the food and go. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, of course, knowing me, I was kind of like, oh, don't don't like talk back to to anyone that's older. You like that or mm-hmm. younger than you. Right. Because you want to you don't want to seem disrespectful or sure. anything. Sure. And so I was like, all right, that's fine. Thank you very much. Uh, I won't, it won't happen again. And I knew it was like it for me when I think I want to say it was, uh, probably say June Mm -hmm. when I heard from the summer job and then I had a huge accident at work. Oh no. Um, going back to the summer job really quick. That's when I got into being a camp counselor with uh little little kids and stuff. How uh, little? Like five, well, six. That's really little. Yeah. <laughs> Did you like that? Yeah, I liked it a lot. So like working with kids? Yeah, it's very fun. It's very fun and uh I like how it keeps you like moving and everything. <laughs> that's for sure. And oh my gosh. Yeah, they they have their like mood swings a lot, but surprisingly I was fine with that because I knew if you could at least handle them and and deal with like elder people, mm-hmm. then you could be okay or so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I was a camp counselor. So what kinds of what kind of camp was it? What'd you do? Uh, it was pretty much a day camp, like so. a general like summer camp. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so they were like the playing kids. games and stuff. Yeah, right. yeah. And did that kind of remind you of? Uh, did that kind of take you back to when you were a little kid playing in the park and stuff like that to see kids that little? Um, Yes. Yeah. And funny thing, you mentioned that mm-hmm. I actually saw one of the kids being like picked on mm-hmm. the same way I was being picked mm-hmm. on, except the kid was like, I think, I think he was like putting some wood chips in the kid's face. Jeez. And he was like, one of the kids had his knees on the other kid's back. Uh huh. So that scared me because like, oh, yeah. if you start off that young, yeah, and you get older, yeah, you, it'll it'll get worse. Right. And so I had to go over there and stop it. And it that reminded me of like, oh, what happened to me? And I wouldn't want that. Yeah, yeah. Same thing that happened to them yeah. and stuff. 
So did you talk them out of it? Yes. Yes, I had to, of course, tell their parents. And, sure. And they're like, oh, Jimmy didn't do that. He's a good kid. And yeah, I was right, like, yeah. you didn't see what Jimmy was doing. <laughs> uh, uh, that's one bad boy. <laughs> I wanted to tell him you could get a whoop. He should have get a whooping from it. But then I would have. Yeah. yeah, I did. So I didn't say it. Yeah, I good. didn't say that's it. probably not something you should say. Um, <laughs> so you you were a camp counselor for a while. Um, mm-hmm. You quit that um, the other busing job, and then mm-hmm. what did you do after that? After that, uh, leading up to the fall around September, I decided to go to school for which for cooking. Back, I tried to go back to cooking, mm-hmm. and over at Harold Washington. Mm-hmm. And for some reason online, it said, oh, they're culinary school and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you could take like side classes. So I was like, oh, Sounds I'll do good. culinary and take three other classes that sure. lead to something. Sure. And turns out when I actually, after I enrolled, they told me it wasn't actually a culinary school. <laughs> so I was like. They probably should have said that before. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, what, what did you guys just get me into? Like, yeah. I don't. So I was like a little unsure about it and stuff, mm-hmm. but I think I stuck with it for about the same amount of time, mm-hmm. but at least like two quarters. Mm-hmm. And from there, I I took up um, uh, not majors but minors uh for Italian. Oh wow! And music. Okay. And and yeah, that was really interesting because uh. It allowed me to like at least learn a little bit of Italian mm-hmm. and pick up like a few things from like music, like uh, I at least know like not like what how I at least know like how many uh, how do I say it? like how many letters there are not on the keyboard <laughs> yeah. but like in the scale yeah yeah in the scale and stuff so. I never knew that. I thought it just like kept going on. It's like, oh my god, we'd run out of letters pretty quick. <laughs> I thought there was only twenty eight. Yeah. Like this is confusing <laughs> and stuff. And uh, yeah, the teachers there were extremely nice and stuff. But Good. Uh, yeah, I don't know what happened mm-hmm. after that. After that, I uh, I decided to get, uh, I think another job working at Smiley's, mm-hmm. and there. No, not Smiley's. What I do? Oh, I got an internship over at uh, Just Turkey in Evanston, but okay. it's not there anymore. And, of course, it's a place that... Uh, Just sells turkey. Yeah. <laughs> gobble, gobble. That makes sense, man. Um, and uh, so it seems like you've been bounced around a lot. Yeah. Like oh, you've yeah. been to school here and school there. You've been jobs here, jobs there. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think... What what kind of keeps you going? Um, if you had to boil it down, like what gets you out of bed every day? I'll say debts. Debts, <laughs> <laughs> definitely debts. Okay, so <laughs> crippling fear <Yes. laughs> of paying your bills like, back. Oh, crap! I'm like, oh crap! Did I pay that college bill? Yet? Yeah, right. Um, I don't know. Uh, that's one thing. Sure. I mean, like that's practical. We all got to pay our bills. <laughs> but if we look kind of beyond that like what kind of motivates you to to kind of continue trying in your life like what is what's what keeps you going i would definitely say people 
people definitely um specific people or specific groups of people i'll say somewhat specific people but it's like all over the place Mm -hmm. and i know there's a few people like uh like my mentors i say and then just knowing that i want to actually help like Mm -hmm. what i would want my legacy to be Mm -hmm. not like helping the way where oh i i did this and and now that person might owe me back but in a way where helping them so they can help somebody else succeed Mm -hmm. as well and knowing that being a person in like a black community Mm -hmm. white community hispanic Mm -hmm. community and everything that i want us to at least try our best to succeed more sure instead of possibly looking at uh people outside of america looking at us as like people that would be willing to uh pick up a gun and shoot or yeah. steal and stuff right so try to break that stereotype right and right everything. so what does success look like to you what does what does that look like what does a successful life look like to you Ooh, that's a good question right. oh wow um i would say eventually being able to get back or and sitting at a place where you're comfortable mm-hmm. to like help out with each other's or go like visit a friend mm-hmm. where you could like wake up each day not feeling stress or like there's a bunch of weight on your back mm-hmm. like uh saying like oh not just waking up one day smiling waking mm-hmm. up every day smiling mm-hmm. and enjoying what you do mm-hmm. knowing that you are helping the world become better and stuff like that yeah that's deep i like that thank you i like you. that um and uh final thing mm-hmm. so i said i want to talk about this a little bit ago so we, we've been talking about humor and we've been talking about perseverance and mm-hmm. i think maybe the i don't i don't try to do these kind of interviews kind of like leading to anything in particular i i, I want the conversations to go where they go mm-hmm. and then kind of at the end maybe kind of wrap it up with something that i i think i've been noticing the whole time and i think um with you um i get a a big sense of uh, perseverance. I think that you've been through a lot mm-hmm. and I, th- and I see that you keep on going and that you bring, um, a smile to your face and you, you keep trying to help everyone around you no matter what. And I think that's, that's really commendable. Um, and before we go, I want to talk a little bit about, um, most recent stuff. Mm-hmm. So you've been through, um, some health stuff and maybe yeah. some, yeah. maybe some emotional stuff too. I don't know. Um, recently I want to talk a little bit about like what, what -hmm. the past couple months for you have been like, and maybe some things that, that you maybe thought during that time. Can you talk about that? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so like you had a group of people that you were hanging around with and I only know this because I know you outside of this podcast, so I can say that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then kind of like you like, whoosh, you like ghosted. Yeah, and like old Dapa was gone, and like a lot of us didn't know where you were. So, so where were where was your head at at that time, and what were you doing, and like what was the what was the you know kind of like motivation or what was going through your head at that time when I vanished? Yeah, all right. Um, I'll definitely have to say at that moment I had like like a I don't know if this is a real word or number, but I had like a bajillion things going on in my head. Um, Give me a few. I'll say thinking about like 
dad's uh sure missing my two of my brothers and uh dealing with my dysfunctional family yeah um uh and at that time too it was like good things i was thinking about but it's always like gonna be like for me at that moment it was just like negatives that that like killed me and stuff not uh i don't know how to explain it but uh during the summer Mm -hmm. sorry no no, it's okay uh during the summer i know i mentioned uh to you and other people that i wanted to do like a grill event Mm -hmm. and it was uh i had other people that wanted to do it with me Mm -hmm. or co-hosts and stuff Mm -hmm. and people offered to give me help which i'm very appreciative of and it was like oh man and i want during also during the summer besides that i was looking to possibly like move out because me and my mom were just like arguing so much sure. and uh sure and so I'll, I'll just explain that part first before i get back to sure. the to the uh cooking and everything sure, sure. yeah um me and my mom we were arguing because she she felt like at times me and her get along well but then we like having to argue a lot because she she called me uh finally smoking and stuff and oh yeah i know that's a big oh knowing how she is <laughs> yeah she's like the type of mother that's like i wouldn't say she's like strict sure. but but in a way where she wants you to just do better yeah and well she feels like this stuff could hurt you yeah and she was against uh smoking yeah. alcohol yeah, right and um she she pretty much is one of those standard parents where go to school, yeah. At least have a girlfriend, wife. And <laughs> I mean, at least yeah, have a girlfriend. Hold um, oh, on, come on. <laughs> yeah, which isn't bad. <laughs> one that oh, doesn't think man. you're too old. Yeah. So, oh, anyways, grandpa. So, <laughs> so, so you got into some fights, and it was yeah. a little bit difficult. So yeah. you were looking. So, did that kind of like? weigh on you and then like those things and other things kind of so get back to the stuff that you were planning then so the yeah. you kind of canceled that stuff because you were just like what's the point is it was that the, uh-huh. was that the uh, kind of the issue or yeah i truthfully i canceled it because uh the other two people doing it with me uh weren't able to honestly help out and it was like last minute they yeah. told me yeah. and i was like oh crap and then i yeah. forgot like oh my mom was like slamming me with yeah. bills and stuff yeah, it's yeah. like crap i gotta I can't take do this it. and yeah. this and and then, uh, then I had my father on my back too. He's like, "Oh, you should move. You're like about to be 24. You should be out on your own." And I'm sure. like, "Yeah, I understand." And usually, he's Nigerian, so he's a lot harder on me <laughs> than my mom. Is that a like a, a typical kind of trait of that culture? Yes. Okay. So like yes. strict. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird to explain, but uh, uh. Africans that are 100% uh, African and stuff, mm-hmm. they, I guess they want the best for their kids and they want to see their kids do something like be a doctor sure. and and stuff. And leading up to that point, my dad was like, everything I did, 
I try to like at least make him happy and my mom happy sure. instead of sort of thinking about myself. Oh, okay. And in ways I was happy, but every time when I got in the house, it, it felt like a negative mm-hmm. energy. Like you're not good enough? Me. Yeah. 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 So I guess that's when I got like slowly started to get sad and stuff. Right. And my dad be like, oh, you like, he'll say some harsh things like, mm-hmm. oh, you're useless. Yeah. Um, One time he said, I was like, supposed to be an abortion i was like oh wow wow yeah oh cold guy that is yeah that's that's tough wow i'm oh, sorry yeah he's so they're they're like they definitely give me tough love and stuff which i don't know if i'd call that last one love yeah yeah okay probably not love <laughs> <laughs> i'd call that one tough for sure yeah um so i was i was like trying to tell my friends about it so to have their support and they definitely were supporting me because at that point I started to just like get away from slowly get away from like social media. Yeah. So I was like, oh man, they see me on this. They're going to think I'm not like trying to take uh, things serious. Okay. And, and then, uh, I stopped. I don't know why I really stopped texting my friends, but I guess like I didn't want to, be the one to tell them like, oh, I can't make it because I gotta pay this off. Mm-hmm. And I can't make it because I'm scheduled to work and mm-hmm. stuff. And and yeah, it, it just got like, I just got like, I guess I don't know if overwhelmed is a good word to use or it seems like it. There was yeah. a little bit of that. Okay, so overwhelmed and yeah, at I think late September, like a week before my birthday. I decided to quit uh, working at the hospital okay. as a grill cook and okay. stuff. Also, because my boss there was putting pressure on me, and then there was a coworker there that gave me some issues. Okay, and I couldn't understand why. Yeah. Um. And so things just like slowly start to crumble, mm. and then one good thing out of all of it <laughs> is my dad. He he finally gave me uh his car <laughs> um, and I was like oh my god I wanted this car since like since I got my license sure. and stuff and and yeah before last year I had my license in like November 2016 mm-hmm. so I got I started to get sick of taking the train every sure. day I'm like oh I want to drive sure. I want to drive sure um yeah did, did I, I know I'm missing a few things well I just want to know um like kind of what was going through your head there and then to tie it all together like mm-hmm. how do you think that you've kind of crawled out of that place because obviously you were in a place where you were kind of isolating mm-hmm. you were kind of like you were not responding to your friends anymore you were obviously having some trouble at home that was making it worse right mm-hmm. um how did you start to crawl out of that hole like that not not i mean obviously there's still money issues there's still like things like that right mm-hmm. but i'm talking about like the emotional part of it like how did you start to crawl out of that like what how are you here today because you're obviously here today and doing mm-hmm. stuff with your friends again and stuff yeah. like that so I want to know like and that's great so I want to know what kept you going or like what got you out of that mm-hmm. Um, I would say definitely I thought about like well thing that happened is I I started about thinking mainly about uh, like I mentioned a little earlier uh, the deaths that happened how I sort of like haven't like cried about those people that were lost um mm-hmm. 
And Which how? people are you speaking of now? Uh, my aunt on my mom's side mm-hmm. and one of her best friend who was kind of like a dad to me. So you were really close with those people? Yeah. And when did you lose them? I would say recently mm-hmm. the my mom's best friend, he died like earlier la- or late last year. Mm-hmm. Probably say around October. Mm-hmm. I want to say October. Or no, two years ago in October, he died. Mm -hmm. And then my aunt, it was like, wow, she died my junior year in high school. Mm. And and that was like October, too, which Mm. was weird. Bad month. Yeah. And so you just said uh, before, I think something that was really important, you said that you realized that you had never really cried about that. Yeah. And so were you able to now? Uh, Yes. And did that help? I cried a lot and definitely yeah i yeah. say it helped a bit why but, do you think you didn't before um because my mom and i'll say my dad raised me to not mm-hmm. pretty much let the tears out and always told me not let anyone don't see let them see you side. right yeah. and i was like what don't you want people to know you see the ugly yeah, side yeah know you, you know? yeah yeah um and so at some point where you just like screw it like it is part of who i am yeah that's great man now, that's great also another thing is as i was growing up when i did move to to middle school or yeah move to elementary school mm-hmm. here my mom always i was the one kid that always got like whoopings because like either outside of school i uh i think i picked on one kid mm-hmm. and then the kid's mom came to my house. Oh, no, that's not good. Yeah. That's so, not going to turn out well. But I had a reason. I was trying <laughs> to defend myself. Of course. The kid was, like, calling me fat. And I was like, dude, I'm not fat. I'm, like, bulky. And I, <laughs> there's, like, this. I'm going to start using that. I'm not fat. I'm yeah. bulky. Yeah. Okay. Come all right. On, I'll bro. use that. Like... All right. That sounds good. Um, Well, anyways, we've we've covered a lot today. Um, And I, I, I wanted to thank you for being mm-hmm. for being real uh, with me and, and talking about some, some tough stuff and some, some vulnerable stuff. And I appreciate that very much. And, um, I know that, you know, I know you personally, so I can say this. I'm really glad that you're, uh, that you're kind of back to, uh, the old Adapo that we all know and love. I'm really glad that you're, uh, that you're in my life. And, um, and, uh, I, I am inspired by your perseverance. And again, I think the theme for today's episode is perseverance and uh if you had one thing one piece of advice this is the last thing i promise if you had one piece of advice to give someone who feels like everything is kind of just falling apart and they're in that place that you were in a little while ago what's the advice you would give them to, when they're like what's the point when mm-hmm. if someone says like what's the point to you what, what, what would you what would you tell them i'll definitely say it i know it's going to be hard mm-hmm. um so at some point, you have to find the right time mm-hmm. to at least let it all out. Like, mm. either yell mm-hmm. or cry a lot, mm-hmm. no matter who's around. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, that person will be someone that has, like, positive energy. Be mm-hmm. like, hey, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And if there's a negative person around, still let it all out. Mm-hmm. And then, after you're done crying and everything, or you think you're done, mm-hmm. go get around a group of friends mm-hmm. that are positive mm-hmm. or who invite you out to something mm-hmm. and explain things to them and stuff. 
and at least slowly start to get back into things and you mm-hmm. got to remember to laugh mm-hmm. and and follow your heart your dream mm-hmm. if you're unsure then sit down write things down and everything just empty your mind out on a sheet of paper mm-hmm. that was one of the things i did i love it and yeah i appreciate that i love that so so no shame right mm-hmm. let things out be who you are yeah. and you'll be okay right all right, old Dapo, thank you so very much. Thank you. All right, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening, folks, here on Story Goes. See you next time.